This is the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom. In this week's podcast... You know, when I was little, we used to play the game Operation. Remember that game with the little tweezers and the, the guy where you'd have to pull out kind of all the different bones in the body without touching something that would set him off? When I sin, I want, I, I want my spirit to buzz. Um, I want to know I want to know I'm out of bounds. When I sin, I want my spirit to buzz and say, you know, like, you're out of bounds. Welcome back to another season of the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom, a ministry of Journey Church International. My name is Brandon, and today Pastor Christian and I will be launching our first episode of 2019 that we're really excited about. Um, today we'll be discussing a, a recent message from our series, Goals, Discovering God's Purpose for Your Life. Uh, Pastor Christian, uh, welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, yeah. So this last... Uh, this last weekend, I was listening to your message, and, and and I was listening to you walk through these 19 commitments for 2019, and as I listened to them, I'm like, man, I there's a lot of those that I'm, I'm really challenged in, and I really want to know how to get better in, just for me personally. Um, I'd like today to just spend some time working through these and, and hearing how you do these personally, and, and just to kind of for lack of a better term, sit at your feet and and understand how you do these, if you don't mind. Yeah, I would love to. You know, the the goal, I don't know if it was a year ago, a year and a half ago, um, but I really felt like the, the goal of our church needs to be really to help people walk with Jesus. For the Christians in our church, we want to equip them to walk with Jesus. You know, very few people are born and raised and then die in the same church. So a lot of people are going to be at our church for a season. Um, and I want people when they look back at their season at Journey to say, hey, that was a place where I really learned to walk with Jesus. And that's what this series really is designed to do, is to help people walk with Jesus. You know, if, if we had changed the subtitle on this, you know, I'm not the creative guy in our church. So when I presented this series to our directional leadership team uh, and said, hey, I, I really want to do a series to teach people how to be a New Testament Christian. Um, no one thought that that would, have, would appeal to anyone, but that's my, that's my consistent goal. When I read the Bible, I like to try to figure out whether I could have lived in that time as a follower of Jesus. And when I look at what a follower of Jesus was in the New Testament and what basic Christianity seems to be in America, they're different, right? I mean, someone who goes to church on average twice a month, versus someone who gave every day of their life to Jesus. we got to close that gap. So this series was all about closing that gap, practically what that looks like and how we do it. Uh, and yeah, 19 considerations, which when you when you hear it that way, you think, that's crazy. You're asking me to do 19 things, but we reviewed them all this morning with our staff, uh, and I think every one of our 20-plus ministry staff uh, was doing 12-plus of these last year without them being in a list just in their general walk with God, we're doing 12 plus, and I think everyone is committing to do 15 or 16 um, or 17 or 18 or all of them uh, in in 2019 without really a massive adjustment to our life, just a little more intentionality in what we're doing. Well, let's look specifically at the first 10 um, today, Pastor Christian. And the first 10 all have one thing in common. They're all, they're all personal commitments. Um, let's talk about the first one. Connect with Scripture every day. You're you're encouraging us this year in 2019 to connect with Scripture every day. What what does that look like for you, Pastor Christian? Well, yeah. So in the Book of John, John the Apostle says that the word of 
life, uh, the Word of God became flesh and came and dwelt among us. So for me, connecting with the Word of God is is really connecting with Jesus through the Word of God. Uh, but it really is like we talked about the pursuit of a person. I'm not just trying to learn a book. It's not it's not Bible study. It's not a curriculum. Uh, it's a relationship. Uh, for me, I try to read my Bible completely through Genesis 1 all the way through the end of the book of Revelation every year. I've done that successfully 17 or 18 times uh, in the last 20 years. When I finish a Bible, I put it on the shelf. I go buy a new Bible, new study Bible, different translation, just to try to see things from a little different light, hear things in a little different um, language, vernacular from the New King James to the King James to the New International to the Holman Christian Standard to the English Standard to the New American Standard Version to the New Living Translation to the Message. I've read almost all of them. I'm trying to really get just a full understanding of the grasp of God's Word. So I try to read through God's Word every day. Uh, for me, that's usually a morning exercise at this season in my life. It, it fluctuates, but for the last few years, uh, it's been in the morning. I use the Journey Church International Bible reading plan, so I read three or four chapters uh, every day. Um, we'll get to it later, but I, you know, I start with my journal, just give a little update in my journal. Um, I read my three or four chapters. I'm always in a study Bible, so I read all the study notes in that. Uh, and as I read through it, I read it with a pen. I literally underline every word of the Bible. It's just the way I'm shaped. It helps me go slow, to be honest, and make sure I read. And then if anything sticks out to me, I'll circle the little number by the verse, um, and I'll write in the margin why it sticks out to me. And when I finished my three or four chapters this morning, it was three, Genesis 16, 17, 18 for me. I'll go look at every verse I've circled. I'll go look at every note I've written, and I'll take the one that stands out the most and put that into my journal and try to make that my thought for the day. I, I do that um, almost every day without fail. When I travel, I take my Bible and my journal with me. Um, I always know where it is. That's my daily connect with Scripture. It's powerful. So for the person who's listening right now and say, man, I don't know if I could ever read the Bible through a year. I have a hard time connecting with so many things in my life to, to read my Bible once a day. That seems that seems very difficult for me. That's a big step. What what would you recommend to that person listening right now that says, wow, I, I, that sounds like a lot? Well, I would say start small. Um, so, our, you know, our Bible, our New Testament Bible reading plan that you can pick up at our church uh, has one chapter a day, five days a week. It gets you all the way through the New Testament um, in a year. But the reality is it's, I mean, it's labeled day one through 365. So it might take you a thousand days to read 365 days. But you still get through the New Testament. So I would just say, just just start. Start in the New Testament. It will be more familiar. It's a story of Jesus. It's a story of Christmas. It's a story of Easter. Stories about things that you've heard, symbols that you've seen, crosses and communion. Um, you know, it, it might just be more familiar with your church experience. Uh, and if it takes you a thousand days, take a thousand days. If it takes you 365 days, take 365 days. But just start. Just Just start small but start now, right? That's what Wayne Cordero always says, a uh, pastor in Hawaii who's written a great book on how to have a quiet time. Start small, but start now. Um, just fire it up and and uh, and get it going. That's good. Let's talk about your second commitment or consideration for 2019. Pray intentionally every day. Pastor Christian, I've had an opportunity to be with you in ministry for, for many years now, and one thing I know, you're a person of prayer. Um, talk to us about what that looks like to you and how important it is to be a person of prayer for you. Well, I had a mentor that once told me desperate people have to pray. 
and stupid people have to pray. And I am, and I am both of those. I am both of those things. In my vision for God in ministry, I find myself, um, I find myself desperate for His help, and just in my everyday life as a, as a husband and as a dad and as a, as a leader and as a person, I find myself doing things that are incredibly stupid. So I, I've got two great reasons to pray. For me, my my disciplined. Um, kind of devotional prayer time. I've got a prayer journal. Um, that prayer journal is divided by days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Each one of those days has a prayer focus, has a prayer verse. Uh, today's Wednesday that we're recording this podcast. My prayer verse for Wednesday is Psalm 19.1. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O God, my rock and my redeemer. So I always pray for mental strength and emotional health on Wednesday. Um, that's what I do every Wednesday. Yesterday was Tuesday. Yesterday, I pray for God's blessing on our church. My Tuesday verse is the prayer of Jabez, that God would bless us and enlarge our territory and keep his hand upon us and keep us from evil so that we might not experience pain. Monday is Matthew 7, 7, ask and it'll be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door shall be open. It's just my supplication day. It's the day where I list my needs. So all, all of the days are different. Um, Saturday is, or, or Friday is my Sabbath prayer where I'm praying for, you know, spiritual rest, mental rest, emotional rest. Every day has a, has a different prayer theme and a different prayer verse. Um, and I literally have, I don't know, seven or eight pages in every section of my prayer journal. Um, so I'll get up and, and on that day, like, like today, I opened it to Wednesday and, and thought, here's, here's what I feel like I need today for mental and emotional strength. Here's what I feel like is going on in my life. I wrote down one, slash nine. Uh, and I, I wrote that prayer request down. I prayed that tomorrow. I'll go on a Thursday and pray for something else. Next Wednesday, I'll, I'll be right back there. Um, I pray on my knees in my office with the door closed in my basement. I pray out loud. I talk to God. Sometimes it takes five minutes. Sometimes it takes 20. Um, so I always pray for that one specific thing. Um, and then I always pray for every member of my family and everything they've got going on that day. I pray for myself last, and I will pray for everything on my calendar. So I'll have my calendar with me. So after I pray for Danielle and Christian and Casey, I'll pray for myself, um, and I'll just pray right through my calendar. God be with my 8.30 meeting. God be with my 10 o'clock meeting. God be with this. This morning I prayed for the podcast. Um, I got a, my men's group Bible study tonight. I prayed for that this morning. Um, and then I always close in prayer by praying the armor of God. Um, on myself from Ephesians 6. God, I know that when I get up off my knees, I'm going to go into into battle on mission for you. So I, I want to put on the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness and my feet fitted with the readiness that come from the gospel of peace. I want to live behind the shield of faith. I want to wear the helmet of salvation. I want to be able to use well the sword of the Spirit, and I want to continue to pray in the Spirit on all occasions when I need you. That's That's what my daily prayer life looks like. That's strong. That's something worth emulating. That's really good. Thank you for sharing that. Um, your third one, uh, third one's pretty, pretty simple and basic and straightforward. Listen to Christian music, worship music, or worship music every morning. Um, is that a habit of yours? How have you been challenged in that area? So it used to be a habit of mine. Last year it wasn't. I'm returning to that this year. So I just had to reset some radio stations in my car. So the first place I go every day, I, you know, I, I just want to just want to be filling my head with music that I might hum all day that that is good um, music that uh, that reminds me about something from the Lord. And it's easy because, you know, my wife and my daughter are also taking this challenge. So now we have worship music kind of playing in the house that I don't even have to turn on 
they have it on, so it's kind of nice. Let's jump into this one. This one's really important and uh, has challenged me um, significantly. Confess sin and repent immediately all year long. Talk about what that looks like for you. I mean, don't go into all the sins, man. We don't want to hear about that. <laughs> right. But but talk to us about that, just that prodding in your spirit to, to confess your sins immediately. Right. It's, so it just, one, it, so I want to have an awareness of of being holy, of being like Jesus. And I want to know, I want an alarm bell to go off when I'm not. Um, you know, when I was little, we used to play the game Operation. Remember that game with the oh, little yeah. tweezers oh, and yeah. the, the guy where you'd have to pull out kind of all the different bones in the body without touching something that would set him off? When I sin, I want, I, I want my spirit to buzz. Um, I, want to know, I want to know I'm out of bounds. When I sin, I want my spirit to buzz and say, you know, like, you're out of bounds. And when I do that, I don't want to laugh it off. I don't want to blame it on it's that's just who I am that's just how I am. I want to stop and say, "You know what, Lord? You would not have wanted me to do that." So, I'm sorry. Um there'll be a lot of times I do it in meetings and it's all in my head, it's all in my heart. I don't bow my head, I don't close my eyes, I don't pray out loud, but there's this there's this recognition and this awareness of sin that dwells in me and a and a and a wish that it wouldn't and a confession when I act upon it that I'm sorry. That that's really what it is that I'm trying to build into my DNA. That's strong. I, I've always felt that the closer I am to Jesus, the greater sensitivity I have to to sin in my life. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Um, let's let's look at this one. I know it's really important for you, and you do it well. It's begin to journal. You've touched on it a little bit. Talk to us about journaling and that habit you've formed in your life. Yeah. So I've got a journal that is kind of a calendar journal. So. It is every day of the year. Um, so, you know, t- tomorrow I'll open it to January 10th. Um, so, I, you know, I, I have to I have to stay on track because if I open it up and all of a sudden there's three or four blank pages staring at me, um, you know, I, I realize I had a couple of days that I didn't take really good time with Jesus. So I always open it up and I usually write one or two summary sentences of either yesterday or today. Here's what happened yesterday. It was awesome. If I journal at night, it's always a here's what happened today. It was awesome. It was awful. Whatever. It's just just a summary statement because I try to go back and read my journals year over year, and I want to know, hey, what did I do on this on this day last year? What was I feeling? What was I going through? Um, and then I have a Psalms devotional by Tim Keller that I'm reading um, this year, so I'll read through that, uh, and I'll I'll just write into my devotional Psalms, and I write one thought that I got from my Psalms devotional. Then I'll read my scripture and I'll go journal one key scripture that I got from that day. And then I'm, and then I might put, I might put a prayer just at the, at the end, uh, you know, Lord, here's what I've got. Um, here's what I saw in Psalms. Here's what I saw in scripture. Here's what I need help with for that day. Um, and then my prayer journal, something that is totally separate, but for me, it is, um, it's a small page. It's not a lot of writing. It's kind of the high points and thoughts. It's just taking what my eyes have seen and in making my hand write it down so that I have to regurgitate it a little bit. Halfway through, Pastor Christian, this is this has been really, really good and informative. Um, this one was really convicting to me as well, and, and I could sense your passion in it as, as well when you, you, when you shared it on the stage. It says, begin to pray for one friend that needs Jesus in their life. Talk to us about what that looks like for you in 2008, uh, 2019. Yeah, so this was one in 2018. Um, 
that I realized I didn't do. You know, after, after I put it down for our church, I went back and I and and I can know that because I keep a prayer journal, so I know what I pray for. So I went back and looked through my 2018 prayer journal, and I've got dozens of people that I pray for, but but last year none of them were people that didn't have Jesus in their life. Even though I know those people, I think about those people, I try to minister to those people. There wasn't one person that I prayed for all year long. And when I read that first Timothy two one that hey God desires that all people are prayed for, I feel like every Christian should pick at least one. Um so this year, and really that recognition just hit me today when we reviewed all these as a staff, uh this year I'm gonna go right into my journal. Um, you know, for for me I think Thursday is my leadership day, uh where I where I pray Solomon's prayer of wisdom, you know, God, I don't know how to lead these people, help me. And on that day, you know, I've got family, I've got uh, staff, I've got our elders, um, you know, I've got people in my small group, I've got everyone that I kind of very personally lead spiritually um, written into that list, and I'm going to add, a, I'm going to add the name of someone who needs Jesus and begin praying that that they may see me as a spiritual leader in their life, and I want to make sure that hey, if no one else in the world's praying for them, I am. Somebody's talking to God about that person, but but for me, if it's not intentional, you know, I think it'll be, I think it'll be forgotten. So I think that's got to be real intentional in in people's lives. Sixth one, share your personal story with one person this year. Talk to us about that. Yeah, I just think it's I think it's important. You know, I I talked, and one of our staff members mentioned it today. Most Christians only talk about Christianity with other Christians. So I think it's really important that at some point you have the ability to help people understand who you are um, and and why you love God. Uh, So you know, most the best way to share your story with someone is to ask them to share theirs. Um, because when they're finished, they will usually say, now, yeah, now tell me your story. So the very best way to share your story with someone is to get to know them, to take an interest in their life, and just say, hey, share your share your story with me. And what's your, what's your past? And then don't make your story just your spiritual story. Make, make, give them your story where you were born and raised and, where you went to school and where you went to high school, but but then throw in how church maybe became important to you and how Jesus became important to you and how you met your husband or your wife through Fellowship of Christian Athletes or your youth group or a youth camp or, you know, I, you know how you used to want to go one direction in life and then you went to a summer youth camp or a mission trip. Just Just begin to weave faith into your life and into your story and hope they ask questions. Um, about it, but at least let them know who you are and what you stand for. And, you know, another great way to do this is to go into work on Monday and say, hey, what'd you do this weekend? And then after someone answers the question, hopefully they'll say, what'd you do this weekend? If they don't, just keep asking everyone, what'd you do this weekend? Until someone Somebody asks you asked back. You. And then you can, yeah, you can talk about, hey, on Saturday we watched the Chiefs win. Lord willing, fingers crossed. On Sunday we went up, uh, we got up and went to church. Uh, man, our church is growing so much. They announced that we're starting a fifth Sunday service um, if you don't have a church you go to, I'd love for you to come with me. It's it's so much easier than people think it is. It just has to become important and intentional uh, in your life. And, and you need some simple tools like, oh, if I ask someone to tell me their story, they might ask to hear mine. Or if I ask someone how their weekend was, they might ask how mine was. Or if I ask someone, hey, what'd you do over Christmas? They might tell me. And then I'll be able to tell them over Christmas. We got to, uh, our family came in town. We all went to church together. It was really, really cool. Um, and, you know, and then tell the rest of your, it's just being intentional 
about letting people know Jesus is a part of your life. It's making it conversational, just like yeah. how you said it. And it doesn't have to start with, you know, hi, my name is Christian. Can I tell you why Jesus is important to me? It can start that way. It's one way. It doesn't have to. Yeah. Uh, although these next two are, are separate, let's bulk them together and let you speak on both of them. The first one, which is probably the most convicting for me out of all of these, is have an intentional family moment each week. And let me just say that should be spiritual moment each right. week. Right. And then pray with your spouse and children at least once a week. So two of those, both separate, but they do intertwine a little bit. Talk to us about what that looks like for you personally. Yeah, so we haven't done this well, to be honest with you. It's one of the things that I that I got convicted about late last year, and I just decided, hey, we're gonna we're gonna start connecting. So we call them family meetings, and I would just tell the kids, hey, at nine p.m. we're gonna have a ten minute family meeting. Bring your Bible, um, and we're gonna we're gonna sit down and talk. Or at ten p.m. we're gonna have a family meeting. Or join join us upstairs at ten p.m. we're gonna have a family meeting, and that's just a time for us to connect spiritually. Um, We've read the Bible together. Uh, we've done kind of Bible drills together. Uh, we've used it to talk to our kids about what we see in their lives and why they need to get better spiritually by letting them look up a few verses. We've let our kids come to us and tell us how we need to get better spiritually. They enjoyed that um, by showing them how to research areas in the back of their Bible and online so they could tell us to look up verses. Uh, this year, we are reading two things together, a Proverbs devotional, daily devotional, that when we get together once a week, we're just going to say, what are, you, what are you learning? We're asking our kids to read with a pen and maybe underline something they don't understand or that really sticks out to them. And then we're reading a book called 66 Love Letters Together that kind of just takes you a really high overview of the Bible, teaching you who God is. Um, and we've just decided once a week we're going to get together and just discuss these things. What are you learning about God? What are you learning about Christianity and yourself? How are things going for you um, in life? The, the, we say 10, 15 minutes, they always go 30, and no one's ever in a hurry to leave. It's funny how when we finally shut it down, we bring Rudy in, we all five sit there um, together. Uh, Rudy's our dog, for those of you who are listening. Um, and, and we just have a really, really good time. The, the prayer is different. Um, pray, pray with your spouse, pray with your children at least once a week. For me, most of the time with my kids, that looks like praying for them before they go to school. Uh, for Danielle and I, most of the time that looks like laying in bed together and praying for Sunday morning that's upcoming, praying for a meeting that's happening, praying for something that's going on with with one of our kids. Um, but we we try we tr we're trying to be more intentional about making sure we are we are a family that that prays together. All right, so here's the last one. We teased it in our podcast before Christmas, um, and if you were here. Um, uh, this past Sunday, you would have heard your one word. It's becoming a, a, a phenomenon in, in at JCI, the JCI <laughs> one yeah. word. Everybody's posting their word. Uh, we want to hear your word. Uh, if you don't mind sharing with the podcast audience, what's your one word for 2019? Yeah, so my word's breakthrough, and I had to go, you know, I had to think through it for a while. I think I talked myself into it on the last podcast of last year, actually. I had a lot of words that I was thinking through. In 2018, my word was roots. I was hoping to lay some things in the sub-layers of my life that would allow me to be strong spiritually. And I feel like I did that. I feel like God planted some things in me at 40. I turned 40 last year that are that are kind of ready to grow a little bit. So when I when I say breakthrough, I'm not I'm not talking about somebody breaking through a you know a wall um and arriving. I'm talking about just beginning. And for me, I feel like there are some things in my spiritual journey. I'll turn 41 in a couple weeks. 
that are just beginning, and I'm hoping to break through the surface. There are some things in me that are not outside of me yet because they're still under the ground of my spiritual soil that I just want to, like, peek through the surface. So the word sounds big, breakthrough, but the picture I'm looking for is that the roots would just begin to produce fruit. You know, Isaiah told the people of Israel that when you really begin to follow God, you'll produce roots downward and fruits upward. Uh, I feel like God began to produce some roots downward in my life to anchor me to some things that were important. I'm praying now those things will begin to result in fruit on the outside of my life. So breakthrough is my word, and I'm hoping that the things in me begin to break through um, and, and find the light of day, get past the surface level of my life, and hopefully turn into a, uh, man, a big oak tree that uh, can provide shade and fruit and some usefulness for others in the years to come. Well, Pastor Christian, thank you uh, so much today for walking through this with us and giving us a little sneak peek behind the scenes for what what it looks like for you. I'm looking at all of these, all of these 10 that you you shared with us, and, and really they're ways of activating our faith in every, every area of our life. No doubt, just little practical ways to take steps towards Jesus towards discovering God's purpose for your life, which is our goal for this series. Pastor Christian, thank you so much for the challenge, and we want to thank you again for listening to the podcast. We hope that you continue to make this a useful resource for you in 2019 in pursuit of the person of Jesus. Help us get the word out about this podcast by sharing with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or, or Google Play. It'll automatically download to your, your to your device each week, and it's completely free. So, We look forward to catching you next time on the Activate Podcast, where we challenge you to build a faith that is active. Thank you for listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. We would love for you to help us get the word out about this resource. Don't forget to share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.